You are on Eco Radio on 4ZZZ with me, Jeff Evans, and I'm speaking with Sabrina Chikori of the Brisbane Tool Library. Welcome to Eco Radio, Sabrina. Thanks, Jeff. Hi, everyone. Um, now, can you just tell us a little bit about the uh, Tool Library and why you set it up? Yeah, so the Brisbane Tool Library really works like a book library, but instead of uh, borrowing books, people can borrow hand and power tools, camping gear, sport equipment, party appliances, and all those things that you know we uh, we usually own but we um, use occasionally. So the idea is to recreate a community-driven sharing economy where people can just buy uh, a very cheap uh, annual membership and then borrow uh, all year long. Now, one of the things about books that makes them easy to um, borrow and lend is that they don't have moving parts, they don't break, they don't need maintenance. How do you manage the more complicated aspects of looking after and lending tools? Yeah, so obviously we have a very highly skilled team that is able to look after all the tools that um, is certified as test and tagger. So all the electrical appliances in particular, they're like safe to use. Every time something is uh, brought in uh, back uh, is checked and it's the same for the camping gear. So, you know, I think obviously when I started the Brisbane Tool Library, uh, lots of people came up with limitation and obstacles, and this is probably our tendency, but we pushed for the idea that we, we need and we must reimagine how uh, resources are used and shared, because obviously we live on a planet with limited resources and we are abusing of resource extraction. And so have you been able to overcome those obstacles and objections or have you had to work around them? Um, obviously, well, we had to recreate in Queensland all, you know, a, a framework for a, a tool library to work. But so far, we've been pretty successful because we started in 2017 and then since 2018, we are based in the... Um, State Library of Queensland in South Bank in Brisbane and they're very happy with our work and we are still there so I think you know it was a matter of uh, when we don't know or when something is unknown we are afraid or we see more the limitation but um, we proved to bring a lot of benefits to people not only in helping them reducing their ecological footprint but people can also save money because they don't have uh, to buy all these items that they use occasionally. When we talk about items, we also talk about jackhammers and very uh, expensive, you know, tools that you need maybe just one off for a hazard innovation or things like that. And uh, in addition to the ecological and monetary benefits, well, people also saved money, uh, sorry, saved space at home because they don't need to, um, to stock everything. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's handy if you live in an apartment like I do and you've got your tools in a little cupboard in one corner of the kitchen. And we have kayaks and stuff, right? Who wants yeah. to? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's not just tools. Um, and how do people actually, you know, become a member of the library? What are the mechanics of um, being a member and of borrowing? Yeah, so um, members can sign up uh, through our website, uh, which is brisbane2library.org, or they can simply walk in when we are open and we help them sign up. They can borrow four items up for two weeks uh, at the moment. Membership at $75 per year, 60 concession. So we really go through every you know, step with them. 
um, the only risk that they have is that they end up loving us so much that they start also volunteering, <laughs> which happened for a lot of our members. So that's the only risk. And so how, how many members do you have and how many volunteers do you have? Uh, so we we had to close in March. So we are about to reorganize the opening, um, you know, with a COVID safe plan in place with the State Library of Queensland. Um, at the time when we closed, we had 350 members, more or less. And throughout the project, we have a very active uh, professional volunteer team. So at a certain point, we had 60 six zero volunteers involved, probably on a weekly base, uh, basis, uh, 20 volunteers so that they are in um, charge of opening and uh, lending out things and uh, responding through emails, website and so on. Okay. And how, what is the extent of the library? What sort of things do you have? So, you, so we have an inventory that is um, probably a thousand and five hundred or two thousand items. As I said, not just power tools. Um, actually, the actual inventory is much bigger because our model works in two phases so obviously the most visible one is when people uh, come and uh, borrow the items but before that we uh, go every two three weeks and collect all these power tools from the brisbane recovery centers or from community so we have a large inventory that we when it gets in it just stays there until we actually have enough time and resources to get through it uh, so it's a never-ending <laughs> cycle of resources coming in. And so do those tools often need repair or do they just need to be checked? So that's the interesting thing, you know, that you're pointing out there because I feel in our society, we talk a lot about waste and, and we think of waste as a compost or these uh, bro uh, broken things. But unfortunately, uh, since 2017, we see that the waste that we receive is in, in perfect condition, um, in the form of per perfect condition tools. Um, so yeah, a lot of the time we don't need to do anything except obviously just the double checking and test and tagging. Uh, however, in Queensland, if you're not a certified electrician, you actually can't repair electrical appliances. So when we can't repair something, we send it to another social enterprise called Substation 33 and they manage the e-waste. 